Welcome to Leadership, The Journey with No Summit, with best-selling author and retired U.S. Army Major General, Robert W. Mixon, Jr. Best known for his ability to inspire audiences, motivate teams, build leaders, and create cultures of excellence, Robert shares effective values-based leadership strategies and tools your team can put into practice immediately that will fuel your company's lasting success. Now, here is your host, Robert Mixon. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Level 5 podcast series. And today's guest is um, someone who I've had the privilege of knowing for about a year and a half now, and uh, we've had the privilege of serving together here in the Greater uh, Melbourne Chamber um, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee now. It started out as a task force. But Ms. Jamara Wilson is someone who's an accomplished leader, uh, who's who understands, I think, the impact and importance of effective leadership. And uh, I want to welcome you to the show today, Jamara, and, and ask you for help. Ms. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey, if you would. Absolutely. And Robert, first of all, thank you for having me. I do appreciate uh, the opportunity and to sit here and have a conversation with you about leadership. And I respect you from the day we met. So um, I'm happy to be a part of this and to have enjoyed the work that we've done so far here in the Brevard County and the Space Coast community. Uh, a little bit about me. I have a di very diverse background. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> start of where I'm at now. Right now, um, I am the um, an owner, one of two owners. I do have a business partner, um, uh, Progressive Cleaning, which we are a commercial cleaning janitorial service organization that serves all of Brevard County, Florida. Uh, but prior to that, um, I was in consulting where my background mainly involved around project management, operations, uh, rather that's through grassroots organization, uh, nonprofits or political organizations, corporate America. I have diverse skill sets when it comes to different industries. So a lot of transferable skills that rather that's mortgages, rather that's through retail, rather that's through infrastructure. You, There's just a plethora of things that I've been able to do. But and with all of that said, my main goal and one of my common factors or denominators have always been when it comes to whatever I do, make sure you do it in excellence and that you're involved with the community uh, while you're doing so, right? So you're utilizing your skills and talents, uh, not just for personal or professional gain, but also to give back and to elevate others that are around you. Uh, so right now, even in the role that I am in um, as a business owner, that I also, as you mentioned earlier, the way you and I met, that I am also very involved um, in that community, rather that's through sitting on boards, rather that's through donating and or sponsoring time, talent, and or treasure here in the community where we both live. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Thanks, Jamara. Uh, you know, today's topic that uh, you and I had sort of board game together was on one of the big six principles that uh, I think most of our listenership has been exposed to over the over the journey, uh, the level five journey that we've been on together. But um, today I wanted to talk about principle three of the big six, which is called trust and empower, and ask you for uh, to give us your insights on the concept of trust and empower and, and what it's meant to you uh, in your leadership journey, both at leading yourself, and the first person you have to lead is you, as we know, yes. uh, leading others, and then, and then what you've learned also from people you admire and respect or have not really admired and respected because they've, you know, have been more more negative than positive 
in their trust and empower. So uh, I'd like to ask you a few questions and, and just you know see where it takes us here. The first one in this trust and empower concept would be, you know, what's the most important aspect of building trust that you have observed in your leadership journey? What does it take to build trust? Uh, that's that's actually a good question. Um, and I would say for me, that is authenticity and being able to set boundaries, mm-hmm. right? So the authenticity comes from both ends, right? You as a leader need to be authentic of what it is that you're doing, what you're leading, how you're leading, why you're leading, right? And also the reaction, I'm sorry, the relationship and the interpersonal skills, the soft skills, specifically when it comes into leadership, um, making sure that you're able to be authentic and genuine in the people that you are responsible for leading, right? Uh, no one wants to uh, be in a position where they're having to follow someone that they really don't think they can uh, relate to in any one way or the other. Right? We've all heard that the phrase that people follow folks that they you want people to follow you because they want to, not because they have to. Right. So mm-hmm. that always stays in my mind when it comes to, uh, you know, leadership. The other thing when I mentioned is the uh, ability to make sure that you set boundaries. I believe that in leadership, setting those boundaries where I like to say, even I, I say this to our employees, our supervisors that are out in the field that, you know, be in a position where uh, you are, uh, you are, you know, someone, you have a relationship with someone, but don't become too comfortable with them. If you have to be in a position to lead, because if something needs to be said, then you need to be able to say it uh, for them, for the organization, uh, for, you know, or for the whole, the people as a whole, and take the emotion out of it when it comes to things that need to be said. Uh, but the the authenticity and the authenticity, excuse me, as well as the the setting the boundaries allow someone to uh, build that trust because they know and begin to understand that what hopefully what they see is what they get. Who yeah. you see with me is what it is that you get. Mm-hmm. Excellent. That, that's a great insight. Yeah, thanks, Jamal. So, you know, having built the trust, how does trust affect your ability to empower others? I would say that that it plays a part. Again, it goes into twofold, right? The receiver and the, you know, the the giver. When it comes to empowering others, one, I, I like to say that I'm hopeful that in any public setting that I'm in, uh, group setting or, uh, again, community-based setting that I'm able to empower, power, hopefully, at least one person around me, uh, rather that's a new, someone that's meeting me for the first time or someone that has seen me around before. Uh, but the trust factor is important because of the fact that, again, it goes back into if I don't think you are who you are, right, if I don't think that there's authenticity and genuineness there, then it will be hard for me to believe what it is that you're wanting to tell me, that you're trying to teach me, uh, teach me that you're hopefully wanting to empower or encourage me with. Because if if you don't have that human connection, that soft skill, where you at least let people know that uh, you can relate, you are relatable, and hopefully in some way or the other, some form or the other, then it just goes back to human nature that I can't trust you if I don't really know you, right? And I know it may sound a little backwards where, um, uh, you know, guilty until proven innocent, you know, that that whole phrase where it's like, no, it's like, I'm not, I'm not guilty until, un- unless you prove me otherwise, because of the fact that when it comes to the trust factor is, 
in, in leadership, you have to show yourself approved before the ladder follows. Does that make sense? I hope so. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think it does, uh, Jamar. You know, the the idea of authenticity is is obviously important to you, and I think it's important to me, and I know it's important to a lot of our, our listenership out there. you you got to be the real deal. And if, if you don't walk the talk, people see through that pretty quickly, and exactly. they're not going to trust you. Exactly. So, you're not going to have that environment of trust, so empowerment really is not not going to follow because the, the two are the two are, I would say, integrally connected. If that's the right term, right? Empowerment is where trust comes to life. Is that a good point? Exactly. <laughs> the next question I'd like to ask Jamar is, you know, in your view, what are the characteristics of a world class culture? What does it take to build that ecosystem that people want to be in? Uh, I think passion, uh, talent, resilience um, is another characteristic of a world-class culture. Uh, the ability to be agile, uh, of course, making sure you do things in the spirit of excellence and all that you do. Uh, that's one thing. That's a personal thing of mine. If you're going to do it, do it well, right? Mm -hmm. Or just don't do it at all. Uh, that's from getting up in the morning and leaving your house for that day, right? That is you're going to brush your teeth, scrub in the way you should. <laughs> but I think <laughs> that's, that's my humor coming in here. But okay, it, <laughs> when it comes to world-class culture, it's always going to boil down to the common factor, the people, which are the people. They make it go around. So in an organization, in a community, the resilience, the value, you know, being in a position where people are going to do it and do it and well, again, going back to the spirit of excellence and then having that group or that culture, that organization working together for the good of the whole, right? But it all going to, it all boils down to and falls down to, you're going to do it, do it well. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And of course, you know, leaders who build trust and empowerment yes. enable, enable that culture to come to life. I, I think that's where you're going as well, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because when, when you have the trust and you're able to empower others, you have their buy-in. Yeah. It makes it easier for yeah. folks to actually to follow leaders who have already gained their trust and gained their buy-in. And then as a leader, when you have the trust and you've been able to empower others in that regard, you're able to, and you should be in a position to identify the talent or unknown, unidentifiable talent in the people whom you are following. Mm -hmm. And that becomes very powerful because there are some people that may not realize, you know what, you're very good at public speaking, you know? Or guess what? You're good at solving problems from the back end. Let's figure out how we put all those things together and create this world-class culture. That trust and empowerment allow people around you as a leader to also be vulnerable with you, right? And when they're vulnerable with you, they become a little bit more transparent. When they're yeah. a little bit more transparent, if you're a good leader who's attentive, you should be paying attention and you should be able to identify and or see the resources that that individual brings to the group, brings to the organization, brings to the table, that as a team, now we can come back together and elevate and do what it is that we that we set out to accomplish. Yeah, I really like that, that concept of uh, vulnerability. Not, you know, I, I think a, lo a lot of times in my experience, you know, with leaders, uh, a lot of the guys and gals were hesitant to be vulnerable. They thought it was a sign yeah. of weakness. And so right. they... You know, they wouldn't admit mistakes. Uh, they wouldn't say, I don't know. And as a result, the people around them mimic the same behaviors. 
they wouldn't admit mistakes and they wouldn't say, I don't know. And as a result, we were not genuine and, and all the, you know, all, but the all of those signals, things, you know, and you're right about it. And, that, and that's another thing, you know, as leadership, you have to a good leader, you know, with that trust and empowerment, you have to be willing to say, you know what, I'm wrong. It's okay to admit that you're wrong or, you know what, yeah. I don't know. And, yeah. but I'll get back to you with an answer because you don't know what you don't know. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you have to be able to hear what everyone has to say, um, even if they don't agree with you. Right. Now that's 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 well said. I think uh, Jamara. What? Who? Who's your hero or heroine, and why? So, that for me is is Angela Bassett. Um, okay. And the you know the reason is again is because this is an individual, a human, a woman who. Uh, takes ownership in what it is that she does. You know, she is she does her job well. She's good at it. Uh, she's great in her profession, but at the same time, she understands that outside of work, there's other things that still need to be done, right? It's a selfless act of thinking about her community at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she goes out and she does what she needs to do and still empower folks around her. Um, and it may not always be, or it's not always just about elevating her personal career. It's about elevating the community around her. And I respect her in that uh, because of her leadership abilities to do that. And because she's someone who knows how to set boundaries, she empowers, you know, and because of that, she has people that may have never even met her that feel like they can actually trust her, myself included. That's interesting. (laughs) You know, people who have never even met her feel like they could trust her. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. What advice Jamara, would you give to aspiring leaders to learn how to develop the skill of trust and empowerment? I would say go and and I and I've said this throughout you know our uh, talk together here today is that I'm always going to fall back on trust yourself and allow yourself to be authentic, you know, and and at the same time know when and where to set those boundaries, right? Um, the authenticity piece is powerful though, because but that, because it starts with self, right? If you're gonna be a great leader, you have to know you. You have to know what kind of leader you are. You have to know uh, what are your areas of opportunities because none of us are perfect and we're always growing. You should always you know, grow in some area or another, uh, but being authentic in who you are, just allow people to get to know you uh, just even if it's just in the public stuff, because we have a public and a private stuff, but being authentic and who you are and what it is that you want and why you are where you are, whether you're at that table, that task force, that committee, be authentic on why you're there. That is first. The other thing is going back into, and as I, again, I mentioned before, those boundaries, that's important because boundaries also allow you to protect self when self needs to be protected. Because if you're not your best self, if you're not taking care of taking care of self first, you're no good to anyone else. And we've heard that before, but I think a lot of us um, have experienced that to where you understand if you aren't taking care of self first, you're not your best self. So therefore you are not going to be operating at the highest ability and aptitude that you can to do your job and or to serve others and or to lead the the ones that you're currently responsible for leading. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes makes a a lot of sense that, you know, the Again, I, we mentioned earlier, the first person you have to lead is you, and you yes. got to take care of you. If you yes. don't take care of you, how are you going to how are you going to take care of others? And uh, I unfortunately, I've seen a lot of leaders who didn't follow that uh, 
that guideline. And as a result, they weren't as effective as leaders because they weren't leading themselves very well or taking care of themselves very well. Exactly. And you, so. you think about some of the most successful, you know, leaders that we may see or, and, or know of, you know, whether that's uh, executives or in a C-suite of some large, you know, corporation, whether that's nationally, globally or statewide, you know, some of the common denominators you see in successful, um, you know, executives or leaders or high, em- high empowered um, leaders is the ability to take care of self, right? Yeah. right? Even if that's just a jog once a week or a jog every morning, right? Or uh, from health, from the inside to the out, they take care of self. Yeah, you, you really have to, you know, the, another of the six principles is balance. And we hadn't talked about that today, but perhaps in the subsequent one, we can talk about balance. But there's a lot of misunderstandings about what balance is. Part of balance uh, is yeah, really in terms of energy and not time. How do you sustain your four battery levels, you know, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, so that you can lead yourself and and and, it, and enable others to be all they could be, as we used to say in the Army, you know, be all you can be. So the big idea you'd like for our listeners to take away from our conversation, Jamar, would have, have you really already mentioned it? I think it sounds as though you have, but please tell us, uh, is there, you know, one one singular idea that you'd like the listeners to take away? I would say for me, and it's something I live by, is treat everyone with respect, regardless of who they are, right? That's something I will always say, because even as a leader, uh, you don't want to get caught up in the fact that, okay, I'm I'm the leader, or um, you know, I'm responsible for this, or everything else, or everyone else can be irrelevant. No, you know, because treating everyone with respect, no matter who they are, because you don't know them, right? Even from the headed to the coffee shop and the barista making your coffee, you have no idea who he or she is, right? Just because they're making your coffee, because you don't know who they know. More importantly, you don't know who they may be tomorrow, right? The person that hold the doors for you when you're walking out of a restaurant or, or, or a retail store, again, respect them, say thank you. You don't know who they are. You don't know who they know. You never know who they will be tomorrow, right? People don't forget the acts or how people remember how you make them feel. And if you make them feel in a negative or bad way, they would not forget your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I that, and as a leader, I feel like you just respect people for who they are. Uh, and that will help you, again, return for, for folks to actually return that same level of respect. Yeah, thanks, Jamar. That's, that's I think, a very wise takeaway for all of us that, uh, you know, we we need to demonstrate respect for ourselves and yes. for others uh, every day in, in whatever we do. Uh, yes. I think kindness is one of those uh, indicators of respect. When you're kind to people, uh, you know, you you treat them as they deserve to be treated. Uh, you yes. know, there's the golden rule idea, but I think sometimes we can paraphrase it a little bit. So uh, right. if, if if someone wants to learn more about you and about your your journey, uh, how would they contact you, Jamar? The best way to contact me to just get in contact, to get in touch with me or to learn more about me, feel free to send me an email. Um, and my personal email is uh, Jamara, J-A-M-A-R-A, at jamarawilson.com. Um, again, that's Jamara, J-A-M-A-R-A, at jamarawilson.com. 
Well, thanks, Tamara. I'm sure some people will. But I also want to thank you for your insights today and and giving the myself and, and I'm sure our listenership some real uh, insights they can take away and use and practice every day and perhaps audit themselves a little bit and say, well, at the end of each day, how well have I done at being a trusting and empowering leader, at being authentic, um, yes. at demonstrating respect and regard for others? So thanks very much, Jamara. And uh, I look forward to our journey together and uh, your successful journey uh, in, in the days, weeks, and months ahead. Thanks very much. Thank you, Robert. Thank you for listening to Leadership, The Journey With No Summit. Subscribe to us on your favorite listening app to always get the latest episodes and show notes.